0: Welcome to the Ancient Paths Podcast. We are your hosts, Wendy and Shani, and we are two moms, a quarter of a century apart, preserving tradition for a modern generation.
1: Join us as we explore the art of curating a pantry that transforms everyday meals into culinary masterpieces. From essential staples to unique spices, we've got tips, tricks, and flavor-packed stories to share. This time, we're unlocking the secrets of building and using a sensational
0: ingredient pantry. What's new this week, Jeannie?
1: Oh, what is new this week? This weekend, we had D-Now at church, mm-hmm. which, um, if you don't know what that is, it's Disciple Now. Um, we have our youth group um, go to host homes throughout um, the weekend, and they get to go Friday night, Saturday night. We come back and do things together together. Worship and um, we focused on the book of James this weekend, so it was really good. So
0: much fun, yeah!
1: So we did that. I'm still physically recovering from it. I'm a little bit too old to stay up that late, but it was a lot of fun. So, what about you? What's new with
0: you? Well, it's freezing at my house, yeah. For those of you up north, I know you're laughing at us, but
1: we're cold, we
0: are cold. (laughs) And we had um, I woke up this morning, I heard it snowing, and then it started sleeting. And I, when I was leaving to come to town, I, it was, it had rained. So all of the trees had water on yes. them. And it was ice. Yes. And it, it was really pretty as it, the sun was shining yes, through. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was everywhere. We
1: saw it when we were driving to go get milk.
0: Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's yeah. absolutely beautiful. I wish
1: that you could capture it in a picture. But I feel like mm-hmm. you have to be at the perfect angle
0: for the sunlight I think to so, hit it. Yeah. And it just doesn't do it justice. Yeah. And it doesn't happen very often here. Yeah. It usually, but it always in January gets very cold for ten days, and yeah. here we are. Here we I are. think are the lowest we're going to go. Seventeen, though.
1: Yep, I'm preparing so, the uh, heat lamp for the chickens just for tonight.
0: Yeah. So yeah. for one week, yeah. we put frost cloth on absolutely everything. Hundreds yeah. and hundreds of dollars of frost cloth, and then for after one night. for one night or two <laughs> nights or three nights, and then we pull it off. We have yeah. the the heater going in the high tunnel yeah. and um, put new bedding down for the chickens. We'll put a light out there for them as well. I and think I need
1: to tonight
0: too yeah and put a but, light out in the pump house i was kind of worried about spigot them, covers and they were fine
1: today yeah
0: they're like this happens all the time girl where are you from florida <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but i do like it it kills the things that we don't want it gives us a fresh start yes. and
1: kill all those mosquitoes please. kill all
0: those mosquitoes and all those insects <laughs> or just get rid of them move them away yeah so what you drinking um
1: today i have allegra tea organic lemon ginger tulsi so it's lemongrass ginger and tulsi
0: okay you, go. you got some anti-inflammatory mm-hmm. going on and the tulsi i love tulsi
1: it's not super mm-hmm. strong but it's, it's good. good i probably could add something to it like um not a sweetener necessarily but like maybe lemon juice I guess maybe honey. Honey is, honey is but it would yeah. it would like give it
0: really
1: oomph. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's good. I bet yours has some oomph. Mm-hmm.
0: Mine <laughs> has great. I love it. It's Allegro <laughs> tea and it is organic hibiscus spice. And anything hibiscus is good with me, but the spice is good. Let's see what hibiscus, what spice is in here. Oh, pomegranate. Ooh, that um, was the cinnamon. That was, was the fruit. Yeah. yeah. Cinnamon, ginger, licorice root, cardamom. Orange, vanilla, clove, and black pepper. That's the spice mm. right there. It's really good. I like it, and I it's nice. I would a,
1: taste good as a latte.
0: I bet it would. Oh, scary. I bet You're it would. Have to try that. Yeah, that's not, it's delicious. I tried because it's got the spice to it. Yeah,
1: I tried one. I was gonna try to save it for today, but I just couldn't. I really wanted to try it. <laughs> I ordered some tallow soap from um, her. Her shop is on Etsy, but I found her on Instagram. And, um, as far as I can tell, she's kind of a a young girl, like, Mm -hmm. uh, she was homeschooled and I think she's just graduated high school. She's not very old. Well, that's awesome. And she started making, um, tallow products and, um, people around her encouraged her to open up a shop. So Mm -hmm. she's selling tallow soap and she has tallow balm and then she came up with her like own blend of tea like herbal tea and is selling that
0: that is fabulous um and
1: so i ordered a sample of it and are it, we allowed
0: to say her name like shop um, on the gonna, can you post it or forget what it's called okay
1: i think it's little midwest farm okay but i'll double check and i'll link it yeah link show it below notes. um if you go to um my facebook page or instagram i just shared homemade oh, mama on there yeah um But the soap is awesome. Is it? Um, I really, I just love tallow. I think it's, I think it's awesome. Well,
0: I love supporting small businesses and kids. Well, and I
1: was excited that I could find one that is genuinely homemade,
0: Mm -hmm. you know? Right.
1: Um, But the tea was really good. It was um, kind of minty. And then I think it was spearmint in it. But then it had the licorice root Mm -hmm. in it too. Mm-hmm. and there was one other thing one or two other things anyway it was really good yeah very refreshing like i didn't have to add any sweetener to it and i could totally make it iced i think and enjoy it oh, so that's... i'm going to have to buy some from
0: her i do like to put tea in the refrigerator mm-hmm. at night in the water and put it in the fridge
1: i'm trying to do just that let it more. steep i
0: don't really need to put it in the fridge anymore right now the house mm-hmm. is cold so it I feel it like steeps. that
1: helps me drink more water when it's just mm-hmm. flavored just yeah. a
0: little bit Give we make just...
1: some um mint sweet tea mm-hmm. try i did Yummy. not put as much sugar in it as i would like a regular sweet mm-hmm. tea but it's um peppermint spearmint blend yeah and it, it's good i mean the kids drink yeah
0: i don't have affected. we talked about this i know you and i probably have but i don't know on the podcast about mint de it's a french drink most kids drink it growing up over there yeah you take your mint and put it in your pan and you put one cup of water one cup sugar uh-huh. make a simple syrup you can do honey or whatever uh-huh. And you boil it for just a little bit, strain it, and put it in a in a container in the refrigerator. And then you take one tablespoon or two tablespoons and fill it rest with water. And the kids over in France drink that instead like of Coke lemonade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really good. It's just mint. You're just awesome. flavoring your simple. We used to have some apple mint out at the mailbox, and Jared would run out and get a whole bunch, and we'd make yeah. it. It's delicious. I have apple mint. I need oh some. God, I don't some have even. any. Do Volume. I love Take it? A it's so fuzzy. I love it. Is it is mm-hmm. fuzzy.
1: That's how I can tell it apart from. Um, it looks lemon a lot balm. like lemon balm.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, lemon balm is good to yeah. do the same thing with lemon balm. We'll
1: have to try that. The mm-hmm. kids. Um, I was not I sure how they were, tra- were going to like the mint sweet tea, but they liked it.
0: I kind of feel like we went That's on a rabbit trail like right to right find now. this out. It was one of the books I was reading by um, Robert Arbar, the mm-hmm. French. The French book. It's in the recipe is in there, but. I think we found it before because *Fan of Green Gables*. They made the raspberry shrub. Yes. Yeah, it's similar. You're making okay. a simple syrup with something. With a, they made yeah. it with raspberries. The yeah. same thing. Mm-hmm.
1: We'll have to try that. We're um, we're trying to avoid soda as much mm-hmm. as possible. I mean, I don't buy it, so we pretty right. much don't have it at home. Because when we do go out, that's usually that's a that treat. They, that they,
0: yeah, that they want. I used but, to bribe my boys, and I used to tell them. If they didn't buy a Coke at the restaurant for two dollars, I would let them have a dollar to buy a two-liter at the drugstore. That's terrible because they get more. But hey, I was trying to teach them the value money. of money yes. at the time. And I mean, you know, becoming eating eating the way that I, that we eat yeah. is a is a pr- process, yeah. right? It, it, well, I wasn't always, you know, no yeah. Coke.
1: Well, I we've talked about because this it was before. healthy, right? I Love my raw milk. But and
0: Dr. Pepper. I will
1: still have a Dr. Pepper. Although I will say, lately, I have found that the Dr. Pepper makes me not feel very good. Right. Um, and I can still, I, I think I'm determined. I'm going to make, come up with a recipe for kombucha. Mm-hmm. Or um, the next one I want to try is to have the ginger bug and make mm-hmm. the ginger soda. And, and find one that tastes, that has, like, that cherry punch to it mm. that, um, Dr. that Dr. Pepper has. Dr. Pepper has, yeah. But it not be, it not have all of the things in it that makes me not feel right. good. Because kombucha makes me feel good. But sure, it makes me feel great. If I, you know, you butt that up to Dr. Pepper. And right. It's not great.
0: No, it's not. But. It's not. So what you are reading, is that part of them? Our...
1: i pulled these out for. Um, for talk, the talk, okay. When we talk about. Are you still uh, reading the same? And stuff.
0: Um you Got some fiction going on? I haven't on.
1: even read this week,
0: to be honest. Well, it's, it's been a really busy.
1: It has. We went, uh the other thing that's going on is this past Friday, we went, we started the co-op back, the yeah. homeschool co-op back. And then so... you
0: you got a baby.
1: I mean, you yeah, don't have a baby, I but you I didn't you're... have a baby. I did not have a baby. <laughs> you a baby. I'm about to go out of you're... town to see Shearding. my nephew. Yeah. And another baby because I we don't know if it's a boy or a girl yet. Um, both my sister and my brother's wife had are have have had a baby and mm-hmm. will have had a baby and will have had a baby this so you're, month. So
0: you're busy this week getting everything, making sure everything's ready so yeah. you can go.
1: So I haven't really read a whole lot. Um, I did read um, for our youth small groups on Sunday nights. We're reading the Book of Ruth, and so oh cool. Um, I'm reading a little bit into that trying to um not that the bible has to be made more exciting but give the girls some more context and talk about maybe bring out some things that aren't mm-hmm. um aren't written right there in the text we're going to read between the lines a little bit i
0: think that's fun to put yourself in their and, shoes what do you, yeah. if you were there and this was happening well oh, would you yeah. feel
1: so yeah. um i have read some of that i pulled out mommy diagnostics the other day
0: mm-hmm. and you may been, need I it i didn't
1: open it <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> it's just been busy and and we've been tired trying to catch up from the
0: weekend. busy full if it's yes. full then that's good yeah busy and crazy is not yeah. good, but busy is, good busy and full is good
1: is the goal right yep. Mm-hmm. yep it's been good
0: yeah it's the goal. what have you been reading I, i'm just i was sitting here thinking i'm trying to remember what's beside my bed and um i i have been reading a book i think i've already talked about it Again, I picked it up again. It's called The Body Keeps the Score, mm-hmm. and it is about post-traumatic stress, and it's really good. It, yeah. Um, it's written by a psychiatrist from the 50s, maybe, okay. right around that time, um, but he is t- speaking now at different summits, and you can listen to him, and yeah. he talks about how our body, they studied it on veterans, and because you know, years ago, we didn't have... PTSD. It uh-huh. wasn't a thing. Yeah. They did shock therapy and different yeah. kind of therapies that are, we think are in, inhumane now, yeah. but they did them. And then they had to lobby and lobby and lobby and push for the, the term post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. But we find out now with the MRIs, we can see more that when someone goes under some kind of traumatic event, it doesn't have to be war, car accident, um, you know, different traumas and different stressful things we see that their their brain lights up yeah. and it, it is it, it they're triggered again and they relive that over again. Yeah. And when you have that adrenaline, we we've heard it a lot lately, fight or flight. You know, you're in your fight or flight. And when you're continually like that, your body was not meant to be in that state. And and he's got some really good insight. I wanna say he was with Perlmutter the other day on some kind of Summit Summit. Dr. Perlmutter. Oh, okay. Um but I'm I'm not sure he was he's been around He's around a lot right now. I don't know if he has a new book out or something. But anyway, I picked it up to read it again. And it's great. I love it. I love stuff like that. Yeah. Like how you're just how we were made. God made us to react to those things to keep us alive. I mean, it's just fascinating. Yeah. But in today's world, we're our brains are firing way too much to do those things that are dangerous or whatever. It really causes our parasympathetic nervous system to stay in gear way too long. Yeah. Yeah. So that's really good. Okay, so today we are going to talk about the ingredient pantry, coined yes. by Kayla. Big shout out to Kayla. I know you're listening. Thank you there for that ingredient pantry. We love that. That is a great yeah. way to, to term it, right? It's perfect. perfect. Um, so why would we want an ingredient pantry over a ready-made pantry?
1: Um, I think this is your answer here. To mm-hmm. restock, to make yeah. sure that we're getting the best prices and therefore being a good steward of our food budget.
0: Yeah, so when we're talking about a ready-made pantry, mm-hmm. we're talking um, Packaged, Betty Crocker potatoes yeah. and macaroni and cheese already done and yeah. things that are just take Which out.
1: those can have a, a time and a place. Sure,
0: absolutely. Yeah. But we, we want, I don't know, 70%, 80%, mm-hmm. the majority of our pantry to be something that we can put together, learn how to put together. We used to have shows years ago that weren't on YouTube um, like a Martha Stewart type thing, yeah. where they would show you how to make brownie mixes. Mm. And for Christmas, mm-hmm. we would give those in the, you know, quart jars and different things like yeah. that. And when you watch, there's only five ingredients in a brownie per se. Yeah. And then you, when you put the brownie mix in, yeah. you still have to add the eggs and the water and the oil. That's three ingredients. Why in the world would you yeah. pay for two ingredients? Yeah. Two And it doesn't make sense, does it? Yeah. They do taste good, though. Some of them taste delicious. They do.
1: You know, my favorite brownie recipe, homemade brownie Mm -hmm. recipe, and when you've had a homemade brownie recipe, Mm -hmm. and then you try a boxed brownie Mm -hmm. mix, it's just not. It's not the same. It's not the same. But my favorite is um, Brahma Bakery Mm -hmm. brown butter brownies.
0: That sounds delicious.
1: And I made some the other night just for myself uh because kyle was not home mm-hmm. and i wanted some brownies after the kids went to <laughs> good bed. for you and i put some of my bourbon vanilla extract in it was it
0: good it was amazing amazing so you brown the butter first you brown the butter you first. mix the flour sugar and cocoa no, so you mix no.
1: the you put the browned butter straight mm-hmm. into the cocoa and let that kind of become aromatic gotcha and then you add do you
0: cook the cocoa in the browned butter
1: no, but I put no, like you put the it. hot brown butter straight into, into cocoa. the cocoa. Okay, so it does kind of heat it up. And it right kind there. yeah.
0: Well, that's yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then um, you add the salt and the other it's flour and I think it's brown sugar. So it brown has sugar. Oh, it's got that molasses
0: it. taste. Um, baking powder. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then salt sugar. Right, you already got the sugar flour, Yeah,
1: and then the vanilla and, flour eggs. and vanilla and eggs, and that's it. Yeah. yeah. So it's a simple recipe.
0: Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Brownies are very good. Yeah. So yeah. We, we wanna be a good steward. And and there's and I mean everyone's gonna have different reasons. You're gonna have yes. people who want to save money, people who want to save time, people who want to to have be preppers to, i guess mm-hmm. you know they'll want to be ready yeah. and have enough food in their pantry to last them for a certain number of days months weeks yeah. years um so there's lots of reasons to have an ingredient pantry right so yeah. what would we the boot what could be if we're going to have an ingredient if you which you already have an ingredient pantry um but if you're starting out Shanny, what would you suggest to someone like what would you think the first thing they they would do whether they take everything out of their pantry and inventory it and then clean it all out or would they make a list what do you think they should so do so
1: if you're starting from scratch <laughs> no pun intended um
0: <laughs> but maybe
1: it was really
0: intended. it was she meant to say that
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're starting completely from scratch where you you have a pantry full of processed mm-hmm. foods and we're not judging for that we've all been there and but you're wanting to make changes mm-hmm. i would say Sure, go ahead and take everything out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I that's what. Don't I throw did. it away. Yeah, no, don't throw it away. No. you can donate it. Mm-hmm. You can you can still use it. Don't yeah, feel guilty no. for using up what you have, especially you paid in for that. The economy that we have right now, mm-hmm. it's okay. Find ways to take what you have in your pantry, use up the things that you no longer want to buy, and move forward from there. But I think if you want to start with a few pantry basics. Um, some good options are flour, yeah. sugar, some kind of fat, mm-hmm. whether yeah. you want oil. We would not necessarily recommend vegetable oil, but an olive I'd oil. I prefer an
0: olive or mm-hmm. lard. Mm-hmm.
1: Um Tallow. Butter. Mm-hmm. Those are Ghee. good options. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, um that uh did I say salt? I don't know if I said salt yet. So definitely, flour definitely
0: salt and seasonings. Yeah. yeah. Seasonings.
1: Um you can make bread every day with flour. Mm-hmm and salt you and can. water you don't need anything else extra and and you can make you know fancier bread if you Good want but, mm-hmm. um i would start with that but then making more substantial meals you want things like rice mm-hmm. and beans uh lentils mm-hmm. um corn uh for either making corn meal or
0: mm-hmm.
1: polenta there's lots yep. of options. you can grind popcorn yes yes yeah, so
0: if you make your own popcorn you can grind that yes up. Mm-hmm.
1: um and then with the flour, I would put a note there. If you are willing and interested to grind your own wheat,
0: mm-hmm.
1: wheat berries. Yeah. Um, I am in that transition right now. Mm-hmm. I still buy all-purpose flour because I I don't I haven't made my own yet, but I right. can totally make my own all-purpose from my freshly milled flour. How do sure. you make? All-purpose from freshly milled flour, Wendy. Yeah. Well, you tell us. Yeah, I was
0: about to say. Um, are you adding a cream of tartar or something to it? What are you adding you don't to, add it? Anything
1: to it? You actually to, take something away.
0: I was about to say. I have never did. So I never. Can I just sift out. Oh, you, you mean so you can store it? it store mm-hmm. it? You got to take the bran away. You take the yeah. bran and the yeah the
1: germ away.
0: You do because it will ran, It will mm-hmm. go rancid. Now it's yeah. not
1: going to be bleached. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not going to store very long, but. Typically, if you're grinding your own wheat, you're not going yeah. to the store.
0: I was about to say, are you going to add no. like cake flour? I know has, what does cake yes, flour have in uh, it? It's got something in it, like baking soda, baking salt. It,
1: is it cream of tartar? Maybe
0: cream of tart. That's what I was thinking yeah. of, I think.
1: You can make your own cake flour.
0: Mm-hmm, um, with all-purpose flour. Yeah. You know.
1: I I am in the process of transitioning to that. But for now, even my sourdough is just all-purpose flour. From the store, mm-hmm. but I want to do. I think I've decided I'm going to do a 50 50 sourdough starter, like 50% freshly milled, mm-hmm. 50% all purpose. Right. And get a, a good quality all purpose for what I'm using for our family um, because it the texture will be a little bit more.
0: So, how light, would you, make, uh, I mean, how would you separate the brand from the. A, it's just a, a really fine sifter, fun sifter mm-hmm. and then that would be all purpose? Yep. I did not That's know that. What, that's, that's what, what they I say. Was told. I mean, that 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 is how they did it. But yeah. I thought they did it chemically or something. You know, I thought that they soaked it. Off. You know how they do? It's, oh, that's possible. Yeah, I I thought. You know how they do? Um, uh, not polenta hominy. Mm-hmm. You know, they do the corn. They soak yeah. it off, and then they get. Yeah. I didn't know, but yeah, if you could just sift it, because I know that the kernel goes rancid, which is why they yeah. gave it to the animals a long time ago. Yeah,
1: you know, I I keep thinking about. I that. just put
0: mine in the freezer.
1: Yeah. I keep thinking about that story that um, Sue Becker shares in one of her talks about when they went to visit Andrew Jackson's home. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that story? I
0: don't think so. So,
1: being in the South, they ate a lot of cornbread.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, the um, the slave that was in charge of mm-hmm. grinding and sifting the corn, right? Um, they would sift out the corn. The corn kernel is is. God designed it very similarly to a Mm -hmm. wheat berry. So it has the outer. um, Right. And then it has the like starchy part on the inside, which is what corn flour is made from. But um, you can still have a whole corn flour that Mm -hmm. has all the parts in it. Right. And it's more nutritious. Well, the, um, the owners Mm -hmm. (laughs) were eating the white flour, Mm -hmm. corn flour, and then they would, leave all the rest of it mm-hmm. for the slaves while well, the slaves were living to be 80 and 90 years they were old healthier. but the owners were dying at 40. Mm-hmm. Wow and I that really stands out to me. <laughs> like,
0: and It's like
1: oh man <laughs> they
0: liked the texture.
1: Yeah well they yeah. wanted it they wanted this light fluffy mm-hmm.
0: um easy to eat.
1: Yeah mm-hmm. and and then they left the rest of it too. Yeah
0: the well I make ho- I make hoe cakes. I i would yeah. try not to do gluten um I mean, I do, but I mean, I, I try not to, I don't want to eliminate it completely because anyway, it's a whole long story, but, but I don't, but I've, I'm really sensitive to it. I'm not celiac or anything, but I'm really sensitive, but I do make hoe cakes. I take the stone ground, like the Hoover's, Mm -hmm. the white meal, and I'll soak it Mm -hmm. in just hot water with a little bit of salt and I just make little hoe cakes and I eat those. I love them with, with sorghum or molasses. They're delicious. They're really good. And they're just corn. Yeah, that's all it is.
1: So, how do we get from having the processed pantry to u- learning to use an ingredient pantry?
0: Well, what I would do is I would simplify it. I think we talked about this when we're making meal plans, or what do, are we doing that next? We're or doing that we, next. but we talked about. <laughs> we I feel have like,
1: talked about it. I feel we, like
0: we've talked about yeah. <laughs> it before. I would do one thing at a time. First, know what your family eats. Don't yes. buy a whole bunch of garlic powder because. You saw on YouTube that this pantry lists a garlic powder. If your family does not eat garlic powder, do not buy garlic powder. First, get to know what your individual family likes to yeah. eat. And write it down over the course of a month. Yeah. Of course, of three months. However long it takes you to. You, you take can see it one a, meal at a time. Yeah. So yeah. you can see a pattern, a routine. Yeah. Write mm-hmm. down those recipes. Once you find out that you've got something that's pretty routine. Oh, we always love spaghetti or mm-hmm. we love brown butter brownies, mm-hmm. or we love, um, you know, noodles, or we love yellow rice, or we love something. And you see, it's a pattern. Those are your side dishes. Those yeah. are your entrees. And then you get those and then find the ingredients that go into those. And that is your own family's yeah. individual made specifically for you pantry, yeah. and then make your list off that.
1: So what do you feel about the, the adjustment that might occur? when you're going from a processed pantry to an ingredient pantry.
0: The amount of time it takes you to cook is going to be kind of sticker shock for a little bit. You're going to panic because you, you have, if you don't have the skills already to learn, know how to cook from scratch, you're not going to think ahead enough that I need to, get these ingredients out, have those ready. It's really not that bad when you have acclimated yourself to it and you are used to it. You know, go ahead and throw the potatoes in the sink so they can be washing or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, you know, you're going to need those later tonight. When you get into a habit of it, then it becomes very easy. But when you get in there and it's five o'clock and you just got off work and everybody's starving, well, you probably should have washed the potatoes last night or you probably should have you know, soak to the rice if you soak your rice or soak the beans. You can't, you yeah. cannot make beans that are dry yeah. at five o'clock at night. Yeah. Then, you know, there needs to be planning and preparation. But once you learn planning and preparation, it's really simple. Yeah. So I think it's the time. What do you think?
1: I agree. I think it's the time, which is one of the reasons I am. Um, well, hang on. I think it's the time mm-hmm. and I all I agree that it's the time. And I also think that it is the um what is the word it may even just be flavors because whether we want to admit it or not processed foods have added flavors chemical flavors to them not natural things Mm -hmm. to make them taste unnatural so that we not unnatural in a bad way but they have Mm -hmm. an unnaturally appealing taste
0: monosodium glutamate for instance yes Yes.
1: to make us want to go back and eat more of them yes so when you make the same type of food from scratch it's not gonna have necessarily that addictive Mm -hmm. i need more of this feeling right i think that is the most shocking thing When you're like, why does this not taste as good as how I remember? Scalloped
0: potatoes, for instance, homemade scalloped potatoes—they're better and they have a creamier texture and they are richer. Yeah. But those Idaho or whatever O'Granton out of the box have that. Bing. I don't know what that is. I'm looking for seasoning. Helps. Mm -hmm. It does. How to season? It's They're very salty. A lot of them are very salty. Sodium heavy.
1: Yeah. But Mm -hmm. back to the time thing. That's why I am a big proponent of. If you would use the kitchen tool, mm-hmm. buy the kitchen tool. Right. If a rice cooker is going to help you not boil over rice mm-hmm. and make you frustrated and, right. and discouraged to make rice from scratch instead mm-hmm. of having the ready-made thing, buy the rice cooker. Right. That's fine.
0: Um like the Instapot. Pot. Yes, you the, guys have the Instapot. Pot. Yeah. It is amazing. You guys, you can can in that thing. You can make rice in that. You can make yeah. boiled eggs That's in that. That's my rice
1: maker. And you I can do make, make boiled yeah. Eggs in there.
0: You can and you can use it as a crock pot. It, yeah, you, it's all in one. It, it's amazing. That
1: if you are looking for a place to start with small kitchen appliances, an Instant Pot is an awesome
0: I Option. think you can get those for less than a hundred now. You can. Mm-hmm. And if
1: you don't have a large family, um, they make them, they make small ones. I have an mm-hmm. eight quart because I do have a big family sure. and I make a lot at once. Mm-hmm. But um, buy the tool. If it's going mm-hmm. to make cooking from scratch easier for you, right. buy the tool.
0: Before Even a crock pot, you can, <laughs> you can layer the crock pot. You know, yeah. you can wrap your potatoes up, put those in there, have a baked potato bar and yeah. cook, you know, 15 potatoes How at one crock time. How many pots do you have? I have three.
1: I do
0: too. I have three plus an instant pot. Three plus
1: an instant pot. Uh-huh. I have an instant pot. I, I did not have a crock pot. I did before I got my instant mm-hmm. pot. And then when I got the instant pot, I was like, I can't justify having a crock pot too. So I got rid mm-hmm. of mine.
0: Mm.
1: Never should have done that. Best
0: way to make applesauce and apple butter when oh, you yeah. have apple season. You oh, can have yeah. them all going at one time.
1: I just bought um I bought like a, a normal size one and then around Black Friday. Uh, there was a two-pack of the little mm-hmm, ones. So little. I have one big one and two little ones. But I like the little ones because I used one as a simmer pot throughout mm-hmm, the yeah. holiday season. Mm-hmm. And they're good for, like, dips and mm-hmm, small dishes are. of things. But I love having the crock pot again because it does cook different than mm-hmm, an instant pot. And you can use an instant pot like a crock pot, like a slow cooker, but... It is a little bit different mm-hmm. just by design. The inserts it is. are different.
0: And it's cool that you can saute in it and then oh, yeah. you can and then it immediately crock, you know, oh, yes. slow cook it. Yes. That saves a whole dish to We're watch. we definitely
1: fans of Instant
0: Pot. Yeah, definitely fans. Yeah, I, I think love the that.
1: Tools, the tools are important. I mean, if you want to make, um, okay, here's one I can think of. If you want to make homemade from scratch waffles for your kids mm-hmm. to have, make a whole bunch of them at once. First right. of all, don't make them each time. Just commit to making a huge batch and Mm -hmm. put them in the fridge for the week or put them in the freezer. Mm -hmm. You can lay them out on a sheet pan and flash freeze them and then put them in bags. And it works great. But in order to make the homemade waffles, you have to have a waffle maker. Right. Invest in the tool. You can get them for $20 at Walmart and it's worth it because then you know exactly what's going into that Mm -hmm. food. And you can prep it ahead of time. So you're not having to spend 40 minutes making waffles right, exactly. every, every week. Make you know? a huge batch. Yeah. Um, that's another one I can think of.
0: And I would kind of, org- I would really think about the organization. When you take everything out, I would really think about how you need to see it yourself. Are you a visual yeah. person? And, and I, if you want a baking center, then that's where your spices are going to go. Your flour, your sugar, your baking soda, your baking powder. Your, if you use arrowroot, cornstarch, whatever you use, yeah. all that's going to go right there in the baking center. A lot of people have them organized like that. They have yeah. baking, the baking center, then they have the canned section, then they have the snack section, like, you know, your cranberries or your raisins mm-hmm. or baking, mm-hmm. like your chocolate chips type this stuff a whole
1: basket of chocolate chips.
0: that's awesome i love, I love that so so i mean and then you can have you, you can section it off however you want yeah. but then they have some people they just have it in dry goods then yes. and they're in clear jars and then they have um your canned goods still in a separate spot or you can separate those and you know you'd still need canned goods whether they're in jars that you put yes. up yourself or, or you on, have yeah. bought del monte green giant whatever they're called right. and you have put them in there yeah. um but think think about how you want it to look because whether we like it or not it's all about the eye if yeah. you like it and feel like it looks nice you're going to use it if you cannot find the flower you're and you have to dig back for you know, canned uh, canisters behind there to get it, you will never, no, mm, (laughs) no, because you will forget that you have it and don't have so much in there that you can't see it, that you don't know it's there. Um, I have a, a door pantry. It's really, really small and it is hard for things to get lost because some things are three deep back there because it's just a little room. Um, but I also have an, what used to be my classroom when I was teaching online, it's, it's the pantry too yeah. so I can see those better that's right where I put my bulk spices and my kitchen appliances things yeah. like that I can see that better that's so think we, about what it looks like
1: yeah when we built this house um, we have a, I, I intentionally designed a very large kitchen
0: because and, and the I pantry is amazing a
1: lot of my time and it's a very large pantry and it still feels like it's not big enough because i love it i feel like i had to cram stuff in there but some of it is the five gallon storage once i get a Mm -hmm. better system for that figured out in a different room right then that will free up some space but um when we did that i knew that i was going to want to have all my baking jars Mm -hmm. out
0: so you can the see them because
1: I, I just, and they are, them.
0: they look really good. They
1: are. We did floating shelves. Mm-hmm. And so all of my, like, a lot of just my basic ingredients are out mm-hmm. on those. And then I have my canned stuff. The things that are less pretty. Right. Um, Are in the pantry. In the, the Let's You hit on the the
0: something pantry. I want to talk about. So when you are doing an ingredient pantry, you might want to buy in bulk. Yes. You might want to do an Azure standard, or if you have a local co-op, you can get more food at one time if yeah. you have the money to do that and you can use the food grade storage buckets yeah yeah those I, are pretty cool
1: i like with them. the gamma lids I, yes i get my gamma lids at um from azure and i've gotten buckets from azure and i've also found the buckets at lowe's and at walmart believe it or not walmart of course is the cheapest yeah um, i've gotten them as cheapest five dollars a bucket which is handy
0: you know what we used to do when i
1: have 25 you know some of them.
0: old people wisdom
1: what
0: we used to go to Walmart to the deli. I think I've got eyelash in my eye. I don't, have, I don't know if you're going to edit that, but anyway, I people, can. I get eyelash in my eye on oh, on the podcast. <laughs> um, so when you go to where they they do the um, the icing for their yes. cakes, they have the food grade buckets back yeah. there, and and they will give them to you. you. They used that, to give them to me. That
1: they're not always around
0: anymore. No, they're kind of. Well, I've seen some they're that are like, triangular and they're rectangular. Yeah,
1: I tried that the mm-hmm. first time. And I actually went to Publix and did it. And cause I had a friend that worked in the bakery and he would hold them back for me, but they weren't round. We use them as garden buckets mm-hmm. now.
0: But there you go.
1: It, they still serve a purpose. And but,
0: Firehouse Subs mm-hmm. does the $2 for the pickle bucket. The but only it thing takes is a long s- time to yeah, get that pickle smell, smell out. Like
1: yeah. Those are good for, for using in your garden.
0: They're really good. yeah,
1: Because um, it's still a great bucket. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like having the five gallon buckets. Um I don't know if I've admitted this on the podcast yet, but I'm a borderline prepper. Mm -hmm. Not out of fear, but just I don't want to be in a position where I can't feed my family. Right. Um, And the benefit of having an ingredient pantry mindset is that you can buy basics in bulk. And as long as you have salt, all the other spices are just a bonus. Yeah, As long as you have salt, it will taste good. Um, so I, I have a five gallon bucket currently of salt and I need to add another one mm-hmm. in a couple months. Um, and we have wheat berries and we have corn and beans and, um, is that eyelash still in your eye? It's eyes? still in
0: my I'm trying to get it. I'm, I'm totally like, leaving it this It's funny. <laughs> I know it is funny.
1: Oh, I'm sorry you have an
0: eyelash. Yeah, I mean weird. <laughs> it's weird. I think I've got That's it the there. It's the worst feeling ever. It is. It feels strange. Um,
1: yeah, but as long as you have those basics you can make a lot of things um but it, it is helpful for flavor to have the other things
0: it is so yeah. let's
1: talk spices
0: mm-hmm. so Some spices are good for you actually yes ginger or turmeric uh, mm-hmm.
1: well when you were saying garlic powder earlier mm-hmm. i was gonna speak up but i i waited yeah i think if your family doesn't like garlic powder that's just sad <laughs> i know garlic is so good and it's start so good making you. italian
0: food yeah. and they will like it
1: yeah sneak it in places mm-hmm. um Okay, so you buy bulk spices.
0: Yeah, I do buy bulk Why? spices. Because, um, well, number one, they're they're actually cheaper. You can get like yes. five ounces for the same price as you can get the the little small McCormick ones mm-hmm. at wherever. And you can get them from Frontier, which has organic yep. spices. You can get them super cheap. And if you don't use them a lot, then you can put them in the freezer and yep. they will last a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, I like the organic spices, but I also like to get them from we have a local store called the warehouse market mm-hmm. and then we have steve's farm and they get them from the same place i think yeah i um, probably frontier or troyer or something like that and they will say organic if they if they have the organic option
1: yeah
0: um but you can get them actually online from frontier
1: yeah
0: and we have a local co-op called everman's and you can get them from there as well
1: yeah I, um, if I can get things in bulk, I get them in bulk because mm-hmm. I know I'll use them. Yeah, of course. Um, now there are some things I don't use as much, but I still get them. Um, I have a lot of, I should, I should take a picture of my spice cabinet. I have a whole mm-hmm. cabinet in my kitchen, like a, mm-hmm. like a upper cabinet. Right. That's just full of all the random things because. Yeah. I have so many of them. Like, but those
0: are just your backup to refill, right? No, those, I know are, those are the ones are you my use from jars. the actual jars. Like, I have
1: such a wide variety. And a mm-hmm. lot of them I don't use very often at all, right. like celery seeds. But right. I can make my own celery salt if I needed to make celery You salt. can if you have celery There's seeds. There's just random things. Um, I have a lot of ingredients to make homemade chai tea because we mm-hmm. really like that. Mm, that's good. And just getting, I have a, a huge mortar and pestle so mm-hmm. I can just grind it right, right. there.
0: And well, what if people don't have it. the big cabinet like you have? What What are some storage places? Okay, let's talk If storage. your pantry is small like mine, yes. right? Yep. And it's small, you just got a tiny little cabinet or whatever. Where could you store these ingredients that we're telling them they should get?
1: So a lot of people don't have kitchen cabinets that go all the way to the ceiling. Right. You could make. It may not be ideal because of light exposure, but it's a compromise maybe we can mm-hmm. be willing to make. You can actually make some decorative spice storage by putting it on top of your cabinets. Oh,
0: good idea. Cabinets.
1: I actually store all of my empty mason jars on top of my cabinets.
0: Mm.
1: Um, so it's not like a super obvious thing, but if right. you were looking at it, you can still see the jars. Right. So you could store them there. Mm-hmm. Um. You. There's always nooks and crannies in we cabinets. S- I used to store,
0: store it under in. the bed. Yes. Mm -hmm.
1: Under the bed storage, you can get those containers that are really flat, Mm -hmm. that have a good seal, a lid on them. I would still maybe vacuum seal them or even like mylar bag. Right. Then mylar bags aren't necessarily going to keep pests out, but it may help with pests not smelling the things. Mm -hmm. Right. But yeah, put them in um, containers under the bed. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did under the bed. Um, if you have freezer space, use your freezer space. Yeah. Actually, anywhere you can stuff them. You know, what yeah. I mean, anywhere. Just remember they're there. That's going to have to be an inventory thing, so you know. So it's really about just thinking and planning and making sure well you know what you're buying, so you're not buying things you don't need. Um, and then being intentional and putting them back in there, yeah. and make sure that you're using them. If you have five pounds of flour and you haven't used it in a month, you you probably Don't use flour. You know what I mean? Yes. You know, if you have canned
1: I buy fifty pounds of flour. Right.
0: uh, Yeah. Well, you're cooking and selling (laughs) too, right? (laughs) So let's just say you bought pickled beets because it was on sale. If you haven't used them in two or three months, you're probably not gonna eat pickled beets. And that is good that if you have a small pantry, I love pickled beets. I do love them. And they're growing. Oh, they're three inches. Please don't let them freeze tonight when it's 17 degrees. I, I, mean,
1: I did plant beets, and I think the chickens ate.
0: Oh, no. Got into my garden. Those are good greens, though, for them. That's good. They'll be healthy. They'll be so healthy. They'll be so healthy. But if you, you know, be intentional about what you're buying and what you're putting in yeah. there. And if you don't eat them, then rethink that because it's taking up valuable real estate. Yeah. You only want your pantry to house the things you know you're going to eat yep. and let it work for you. Make sure that you're emptying it and you're refilling it and you're emptying it and refilling it. And make sure you have a spot either at the bottom of your pantry, the top of your pantry, in the back of your cabinet. If you if you want to, you get extra flour on mm-hmm. sale. You're, I call it my overflow. I yeah. have those little bins and I just put it in my overflow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I refill them from that. Yeah. And then I put the new stuff back in there. So. one
1: um resource or i guess it's a tool not really a resource that would be handy for making sure you're rotating stock are those first in first out canned goods storage oh yeah things. Uh-huh. we've had them in the past i don't have one right now um i think we ended up leaving it in our pantry when we moved and i feel like we left it on purpose but i kind of wish now that I,
0: I know what you're talking about but yeah. those are
1: really handy for like Like, I do home can a lot Mm -hmm. of things, but there's some things that it's not worth my time.
0: Asparagus. It
1: just makes more sense (laughs) to buy it from the store. Right.
0: Palm Um, hearts. Artichoke. Yeah. (laughs) And it's
1: handy to have something that I can, that I can store them in
0: like that. Right.
1: Um, That's a good resource or a good Mm -hmm. tool to use for doing that. Um, Okay, so how do we learn how to, how to not buy the things we don't eat? Um, Like when you're walking in the store mm -hmm. or even if you're doing like a Walmart grocery pickup and it's like, oh, that sounds good. I Mm -hmm. should get that. How do we maybe we're going to talk about this more in the Mm -hmm. next episode with the meal meal plan. plan. Yeah. What is some advice for that? Um, Do we apply delayed delayed gratification to food?
0: Yes. Well, you already know what you've already written down what you know your family will eat. Mm -hmm. If it's not on that list, just don't buy it. Yeah. Um, unless you've set aside a day. Now I do set aside a day and we'll talk about it. Meal planning is I would have one day where I like looking through the cookbook and I want to pick something weird. And it's, if you have that day and it does go in that and it is on sale, then yeah, sure. Try it. But you need to make sure that you have the money to pay for that. You need to make sure that's in your budget and you budgeted $5 for things that you didn't expect. Do that. Um, but don't just let it go to waste. Make sure Mm -hmm. someone is going to eat it at some point. But that's what i yeah, delayed gratification is probably a good way to look at it. But I would definitely, I think it's a good idea. I don't know. I used to think it's a great idea financially to order from like Walmart and then go pick it up. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, I've done that before and they do not know how to pick out any kind of produce like <laughs> a pineapple or get. whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I'm torn between, do you really want to do that? But it does help you budget wise. You can take things out of the cart and put them back in the cart. Yeah, it's a really, I think that's kind of a good thing to start off with. As long as you're not doing the produce thing, maybe. Or you can try the produce thing if you want to.
1: Yeah. I, the only thing about that is when they pick bad produce, you can ask for a refund and they don't make you bring it back.
0: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Like a pineapple. I'm thinking specifically of the pineapple. I've done
1: it many times with cantaloupe. I get a cantaloupe that the next day it's rotting.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: As some of that, I think, is the things that are sprayed on food to make them ripen in the store. The ether? And they, like, I think
0: it's called ether. Yeah.
1: Then mm-hmm. they open. They ripen too fast and then right. they go bad. But, yeah. Okay, so what about sourcing basic ingredients?
0: Okay, sourcing basic we, we get ta- them at
1: Walmart. At, well, you
0: can certainly get them at Walmart. Yep. You can get them at the Dollar General or yep. the Dollar Tree. Spices is mainly what I'm thinking of. So if yep. we're talking about spices, you can go online. Um, actually, Publix has a good line called Badia. It's not... Um, organic i don't think there's some but that's really inexpensive mm-hmm. and it's huge uh, they have really good um prices on those but if you're looking for the organic spices i would go to frontier co-op or um different places like that online and get yeah. those azure of course is going to have the organic spices mm-hmm. who else i feel like i'm missing somebody the vitacost um i herb things like that yeah you can get the basic ones um your flowers Things like that. If you have a co-op, we have one locally. You can go in there and get bulk spices. You can get bulk flours. Pretty pricey, but you can still get them. Yeah. Um, and if you're sourcing, let's see, we got flours, baking goods. Um, I would buy all that in bulk. I would just yeah. never buy that unless it was on sale. Yeah. Like King Arthur flour, love King Arthur flour. Um, it's my in a pinch. If I don't feel like grinding wheat or yeah. anything like that. Because I am gluten-free, I only cook, you know, um, and then I use whatever I buy. Well, King Arthur flour, if it's buy one, get one at Publix for $3.99 a bag, boom, I've got oh, two yeah. bags, yes. Yeah,
1: I, I am um, getting to the point where for our family, not necessarily for what I'm baking to mm-hmm. sell, but for our family, I am going to start transitioning to a better quality mm. Mm-hmm flour as for that half and half with the sourdough mm -hmm. and if we're going to have to use an all-purpose flour it just be a better quality
0: better quality all-purpose. mainly what
1: i'm looking for is the unbleached Mm -hmm, um, because that is exactly what it sounds Mm -hmm. like they use a a form of chlorine is it called
0: bromide is that what the bromide is for i'm not i don't remember
1: remember the name of it um i feel like bromide is something else now is that a
0: vitamin We'll Google yes, that and get back I to think you. That is one is of the that the that they vitamin? Add okay. Back. So if but I get an
1: unbleached, mm-hmm. unenriched, which is hard, I would still even just do like the unbleached, and it can be right. enriched, which I think is what King Arthur is. Mm-hmm. I'm not positive, but um, I think we eventually will talk about bread. Move <laughs> and listen, y'all, bread. I'm just
0: going to tell you, haters, haters out there, just get ready because here we go. So um, <laughs> when my kids were little, they liked ketchup. I did not make homemade ketchup and we did back then, actually, back then we probably didn't have high fructose corn syrup and everything. So I would buy the three pounds, I guess it's three pounds. It's a big can at Sam's of the ketchup. Yeah. And I would put it in jars, quart jars, because it was $3. Yeah. For a big can of ketchup, and yeah. it was three dollars for one squeeze bottle of yeah. ketchup, and I would buy that, and we would just replace our little squeezy bottles we got at the yeah. dollar store with so the ketchup. You, or we would did save you
1: can your the ketchup then like no process it no you can't do that.
0: yeah no we did it we ate that ketchup and we ate yeah. one of those like a month they loved ketchup yeah. and so we would do that and I did that with t- diced tomatoes yeah in the winter time if I didn't have if we ate them all diced tomatoes or um tomato sauce and or the crushed tomatoes
1: yeah yeah um, three
0: dollars it was three dollars and it wasn't organic yeah. sometimes it was sam's would sometimes have them but for three dollars that's 48 ounces on them. that's a lot yeah it's a we, awful lot
1: we get we don't eat as much ketchup as we used to when the kids were like toddlers mm-hmm. chicken nuggets were like twice a week <laughs>
0: all right <laughs> yes they were popular but right
1: we um We don't eat as much as we used to. So I get mine at Aldi. I get the organic one because it doesn't have high fructose corn syrup in it. Right. It has fewer ingredients. And I think you can pronounce all of the ingredients on the bottle Mm -hmm. for that one. But it is more than, like, it's a smaller bottle for the same price as Mm -hmm. the big one that has a bunch of crap in it. Right. Um, But I'm okay buying that at this point.
0: And that's I think there's a lot more additives. In food nowadays than there were 30 years ago. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean. Well, there's a lot of things that they can put in it and not put on the label. mm -hmm. That's what's kind of scary to me. Right. I'd rather be able to know that I have basic ingredients Mm -hmm. that's, you know, one to five ingredients maybe.
0: And we would buy butter at Sam's, the unsalted, because it's not as processed. Yeah. Better grade. And I would put them in the freezer. I'd put the butter in the freezer and then I would use it. Mm -hmm. I always have
1: butter in my yeah, When it goes on sale at Aldi, um it'll go down to like sometimes even two forty nine, but most of the time it's like two fifty nine, two sixty nine. That's good per pound. And if they mark it down, normally there's a, a limit of six per person. So I'll get some and then Kyle works right by the Aldi.
0: Then he'll come uh, back.
1: Yeah, and I'll have him grab more.
0: Yeah, that's also awesome. we'll a
1: few times to stock up on it because normally it's almost four dollars mm-hmm. a pound. Yeah. And we use a lot of butter because it's two butter cups. is I mean, good I mean, it's for you. good for you, yeah. And, um, yeah, I would love to have that much stocked up of grass-fed Raw milk, butter, Cary Grodd, right? right. But that's, um, that's a good, better best. And it is okay a good, better best. with mm-hmm. just having butter instead of vegetable oil. Right. You know, oh, um, or margarine. Margarine right. is one step away from being yeah. plastic, essentially.
0: Yeah, so I mean uh, yeah. stocking your pantry is easy. Number one, figure out what you what you think yep. that you need to eat. And then find f- first find out what you really do. What are you really eating? And then and then if you get that down to where you're making most of it. Mm-hmm. When you're making most of it and then figure out what you need mm-hmm. after you figure out what you need to make most of it, then you make your list, your pantry staples list. Yep. And that will be your list from now on. When you get below 50%, you mark it. And then when you go back to the store, you replenish it. Yep. And then it'll be a working pantry for you. Yeah, I think it's like working at a restaurant. They do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. They know what they need. They know what's on their menu. They know what they order every week. When they get below a certain amount, then they buy more. Yeah. And they're just restocking. That's how yeah. it goes. You know, it's, your house talk- is a restaurant.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk more about this with the meal plan episode. Yeah. Because... I know for me as a young mom, I have fallen into this trap of feeling like I have to make something new and inventive every Mm -hmm. night and every week and that we can't have the same old thing all the time. And that causes, in my opinion, a lot of food waste Yes, and a burnout. It does. And, um, it, it's, it's not as fun as it sounds on paper, right? you know? So, um, that's something I'm trying to work toward is having a, I do have a meal plan for mm-hmm. January, but having like, maybe it's the same thing. Yeah. Like same seven meals. Yeah. That's <laughs> you know, good. Though. We're trying to work towards that so mm-hmm. that um, it is consistent. And maybe my kids are old enough. They can start learning how to make some things.
0: You well, know, when my and, kids are little. We'd go to the library and at more and they have quite a bit of old books from the 30s and 40s yeah and i was reading one i just love those old ones from with the girls or teenagers or 20 something there's one called beanie malone and beanie malone i think she was 16 or 17 i think her dad was an attorney and and her mom had passed on or something but she had help with the kitchen and the you know the brothers they all chipped in but i remember distinctly a few of the books and the, the brothers or the, the sister, or she would come because oh, I'm so excited. It's meatloaf night. Yeah. You know, I mean, they would look forward because they knew yes. it was like well, we have pizza night on Fridays yeah. or whatever. It's Ours meatloaf night or it's, it's it's fried chicken on Sunday and it's yes. Taco Tuesday or it's something. I mean, it's really kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It, it, it's not bad to not know. what. Why
1: did we why did we feel that way, though?
0: What? Why did we feel why that we, we needed to get like rid of we it? we have
1: to have something new and invented? Oh, I don't every know.
0: A, a food network? I don't know. Maybe, Maybe. Pinterest makes us feel like we're inadequate, mm-hmm. right?
1: I, I mean, I love cookbooks. I've actually mm-hmm. had to stop buying cookbooks unless it's like from a. It's a person that I really want.
0: Mm-hmm. I collect to, them. Yeah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> you see <I>, my house. <laughs> I
1: like. I have the Outlander cookbooks mm-hmm. because I think that they're beautiful, and I love that they're inspired from a series that I enjoy. Right. Um, I have the Magnolia cookbooks mm-hmm. because it's Magnolia. It's Magnolia. And honestly, <laughs> Chip her cookbooks are amazing because she gives those ingredient pantry lists. Right. This is what I always have mm-hmm. on hand. Right. And then her her recipes are not like, they're not overcomplicated. She and knows
0: what her family eats right, and what they, they like.
1: They would be a really good resource if you're looking mm-hmm. for some inspiration to start from scratch cooking.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh, Pioneer I Woman too.
1: Have, I have a Pioneer Woman mm-hmm. book, and hers are beautiful and colorful. Yeah, and she's exciting. a photographer, so. Yeah. Um. And then I have a Jamie Oliver, which is like I love my- Jamie you know he's your basic kind of yeah because mm-hmm. it's the british version of international yeah. it's not wild and right. crazy necessarily. They're, they're more
0: like our comfort food his is going to be meatloaf right. and the one you asked me for the other day fanny farmer that's yes. a good basic one to start I'm, off with
1: i'm looking for that one mm-hmm. on um thrift books still and then i have uh jill's book um the prairie what is
0: it the prairie home book the prairie home
1: oh no what is her prairie name
0: homestead jill winger no, Joe Winger's Joe Winger's cookbook. <laughs> whatever it's
1: called. Yeah, whatever it's that's whatever it's really called, Jill. One. Sorry,
0: we've totally forgot that. Um yeah. that but one that's really good basic beginner book is called The Joy of Cooking. Yes. It's it's very good. It's um you've got the Fannie Farmer book, Yeah. and then you've got The Joy of Cooking, and then any Martha Stewart basic cookbook is gonna yeah. have pictures and how to tattoo. And if you can learn basic, everybody needs to know how to make a basic pie crust. Mm-hmm period. Everybody needs to know how to make a basic quiche. Everybody needs to know how to make a basic sauce, a white sauce, a velouté, or some kind of, yeah. you know, creme sauce. Um, super easy. And then from then, for those things, and then learn the basic terms, braise, sauté. Once you know how to do all that, mm-hmm. those basics, you can do anything.
1: What's the word in common we're talking about? Basic.
0: Basic, 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 basic. is
1: not bad. Basic
0: is not bad. We
1: don't have to overcomplicate
0: no, things. No, you know. I, and
1: I'm saying that to myself because I right. do it to myself all the time. Like, I have to have this beautiful gourmet. No, Mm-mm. it can be, it can look like five-star restaurant and I be can. a very basic, simple recipe.
0: Mm-hmm. My
1: can. goal this year is to master risotto. Yummy. And like that be... Because that elevates just a side of rice. It's delicious, and you can have just risotto as a mm-hmm. meal. Yeah, and it can have things in it, or it can be a mm-hmm. side. Yeah, that's one of my 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 basics that I want yeah. to master. Risotto Risotto's is just good. really slow cooked rice, and it's mm-hmm. not. Is it rice or rice. pasta? It's rice, but it's a special. Mm-hmm. Not special as in like, it's been made to mm-hmm. be this way. It it's just a different type of rice. Right. It's a short grain type of rice i can't think of what it's called arborio, arborio is one arborio. of them mm-hmm. there's another we're probably one.
0: pronouncing it wrong oh i'm sure yeah
1: um we're from the south Give us right yeah
0: we just know <laughs> yeah. you cook it you can cook it in milk or water and yes. you cook it really slow and you long you keep time. cooking it for a long time yeah. it's really and good it's, yeah
1: it just absorbs it's all the creamy
0: and it's delicious it. yeah yeah,
1: yeah. So do we have anything else with the ingredient pantry we want to if talk If we about? did,
0: let us know and we yeah. will come back to it. We just want to get you excited yeah. about you're prepared. So when you come home, you have everything you need for a week in your pantry to cook anything.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, anything that you can. And we'll talk about the refrigerator on another day. Yeah. But right now we're just talking, yeah, we're about, talking about your dry, dry goods. goods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the
1: freezer, guys. like stocking your fridge and freezer is a whole other ballgame. It is a whole other ballgame. It's, it's a good thing. But it, it
0: can marry the it. pantry very yes. well. Yeah, yeah. can marry the because well, you're going to
1: use from both mm-hmm. to make
0: you well-rounded are. meals. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I think it would be really fun if our listeners would uh, show us their pantries. We'll oh, show that'd you be great! Ours. Yeah, take some and, pictures. Uh, yeah, send us some pictures or tag us on Instagram. Yeah, um, and we'll
0: put ours. We're going to put it on Patreon. We haven't even talked about Patreon. Yeah,
1: I'll put Patreon's
0: cool, y'all. I'm figuring it out. I don't really <laughs> understand it, but. It's like a special little place where people who belong to our yeah. club, the club it's of like Wendy and Shani, it's like a little community which we're we're trying to get started. And you can come, and we'll we'll have just special things for you guys. Yeah, yeah.
1: So we're talking about putting together um, a model ingredient pantry list mm-hmm. for yeah. you,
0: and then we're going to do a Zoom call. We're going to try to do a Zoom yes. call before the end of the month. We yes. have to figure that out. So if you understand how to do, figure <laughs> that out, just let us know. But that would be fun. Then we could see your faces yeah. and you can, and you can ask us questions. Yes. It won't be long. We'll try to do like 30 minutes. Yes. Maybe.
1: I think it would be fun to get a monthly one going. Yeah. I think
0: so too. And we could just check consistent. And, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And hear from uh, our people and see what they want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, that and, sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. So you want to? We talking about the news that we can talk about the news that you were talking about. Oh, sure.
1: We can share some news. Okay, let's
0: share some news. Shani's got some cool news. Yeah. I've got some cool news. Like people, this is this is fun. We got yeah. some cool things going. It's
1: really cool how, um, you know, individually we have our own platforms and our mm-hmm. own things. Wendy yeah. Wendy has her blog and mm-hmm. her CSA box and her whole farm thing yeah. going. And I have my, um, blog and really my Facebook page is where I have the largest audience. That's where the family. happening
0: action is. Yeah.
1: Um, and, uh, we both have some fun stuff going on. So mine is I'm going to be hosting or teaching, not hosting, I'm mm-hmm. teaching a sourdough basic class locally. Um. And I'm excited about it. This yeah, is the first time. I am time too. I'm really excited for you. That I will be teaching to grownups. I have mm-hmm. taught and talked about this with some homeschool kids before. Um, but this is going to be fun. Because mm-hmm. with grownups, you don't have to um, oversimplify things. Right. And you can let them get their hands in there. Right. Um, so we are going to be making at least starting a loaf for everybody at this class so, That's gonna be so they're going to bring their bowl and yeah. uh, whoever has kitchen scales and then i'll bring <laughs> is the, it going
0: to be in milton yes is that where milton. we're going to be yep okay so if
1: you're local and want to come
0: yeah let her know. reach out
1: and we'll send you the info but it's kind of
0: exciting we talked about the podcast we've always taught kids and i never even thought in a million years that i would be started to do consultation and workshop type yeah. things. Um, my friend, Judy Pimperol, um, she just kind of reached out and said, Hey, go for it. You got this. You can do yeah. that. And then Shani, of course, she's confirming everything. So, <laughs> so I've had a few workshops for flowers and plants in that area, but I'm also going to start some, um, not really, we talked about it last time, young mom, but it's, yeah. It's just beginner, beginner, if you don't know how to do these homemaking basics classes. Um, I'm going to meet with a lady next week and kind of, she's kind of spearheaded it for me and brought it up. So I'm going to let her help me figure out what she and her age group would like, and then we'll get that started. And also, um, I saw on Instagram that the Rural Woman podcast was looking for some people so i'm going to put an application for that and hopefully you guys pray for that and and hopefully i can get on the rural woman podcast that would be kind of fun Since i'm getting new at all this podcast stuff it's kind of exciting it is yeah the doors are opening yeah it Mm -hmm. is
1: fun to see how the doors are opening things are happening Mm -hmm. and um
0: we've got a pretty good following so that's really nice we're
1: finding our way into the whole podcast world Mm -hmm. where we are exposed to the audience that's looking for these kinds of conversations. Exactly, so yeah. It's exciting.
0: Yeah. yeah, we just had to take that leap of faith. We that's just had right. to step out there and go, to do it. Go, you know, and Lord, this is yours, right? <laughs> yeah, we're started. stumbling. But if the stumbling is fun, y'all, it's really oh, fun. Oh, it is. It's yeah, fine. we're having a great time. Yeah. Okay, so, um, but we're going to need to close now because yeah. we need to – we're going to do two podcasts. today we are
1: we're recording we twice we're so, recording twice um check us out on instagram and facebook we're the ancient Pads podcast uh give us a a shout out share us with your friends and you can find us on patreon if you would like to join our membership community it's five dollars a month and we've already got some cool things on there for our paying members um and some sneak peeks for our. It's a dollar
0: twenty-five a week.
1: There you go, $1. $1. $25 $25 a dollar a week. That's way less than a cup of
0: coffee Ooh, a week. That is, yes. Yep.
1: So uh, go find us over there and leave us a review mm-hmm. on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Um, yeah, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Make sure you share your pantries with us.
0: We'd love to see the pictures. We yes, really would. Yeah. We would.
1: Um, You can tag us on Instagram. It's probably the easiest place Mm -hmm. to share those. But yeah, so we will see you
0: next time. All right, see ya.